Blog Talk Radio. Another day, another chance. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Riding the Wave. I'm your host, Mark Healy, the editor-in-chief of the Wave newspaper, Rockaway's newspaper since 1893. Uh, Thanks again to uh, Walker Hornig for uh, doing our theme song. Uh, He was stopped by the Wave today, actually, doing a special interview with Ralph Mancini that will be in next week's newspaper. But, you know, this week's newspaper, this week's podcast is all about one thing, and that is uh, if you've picked up the paper today and if you haven't, Uh, please do, uh, because uh, it's all about one thing, um, the front page. Uh, Basically, on Wednesday, uh, February 13th, as most of Rockaway already knows, uh, the New York Department of Homeless Services uh, has decided to place a homeless shelter for 120 males at 226 Beach, 101st Street, which is literally a warehouse. There are two schools nearby, several businesses, and many, many families. Now, you know, any kind of shelter that gets sent to Rockaway is going to cause some kind of controversy because if you live in Rockaway, you know how many beds, how many rooms, how many individuals that have been placed here by the city before Sandy and after Sandy that are SROs, Section 8, nursing homes. You all know about the La Quinta Hotel that uh, the developers, they didn't want it built, the community board, they didn't want it built because they knew that uh, hotels, when they don't get full capacity, the developers turn to the city to house the homeless. The developers stood up and said, well, we're never going to do that. We would never do that. So it got built. Within a year... 75% of that capacity was sold to the city, rented by the city, paid for by the city with tax dollars to house the homeless. homeless. And again, you know, again, we've said it a thousand times in the paper, in our editorial, on this show. Rockaway has compassion. Rockaway has shown time and time again. This, This peninsula is full of people who do... The right thing. People who do charity work. They, they give to the poor. They, they host non- non-profits. They help non-profits. How many people have sent money to Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria? It is a, it is a constant, constant 
place where people do the right thing. And when Rockaway complains about a shelter, when they, when they say to the city, we don't want another shelter, the city has the gall and the audacity to say, well, you know, everyone has to do their fair share. We're, we're already doing our fair share. You cannot put a shelter for 120 males in a residential area with two schools nearby, several businesses, and many families. You simply can't do it. Can't do it. Cannot. This cannot stand. And if you agree, if you'd like to, you know, have your say, call us up, 657-383-0720. That's 657-383-0720 to call in. Just keep it clean, please. <laughs> I know it's hard because I, I, I feel the frustration myself. When I got the phone call, that DHS was doing this again. I, when I got the phone call, I, I really, I, I, I could not believe where they were putting it. If you know anything about Rockaway Park, if you know anything about that area, you know how absurd this idea is, this proposal. Somebody stopped by the, before and said and, and, and wanted wanted to know how it was possible, how it was possible that the Harbor Light one of the most beloved businesses in, 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 in Rockaway, which was destroyed during Superstorm Sandy. Why has it taken the Department of Buildings six years to allow that place to be rebuilt? And, and this warehouse, because it's a warehouse, folks. It's a warehouse. It's going to be up and running by, uh, we were told, quote-unquote, late winter, early spring. Now, I know, I know how that happens. I know how that happens. Because the city is just, (laughs) you know, I say this time and time again. The city can do and will do whatever it wants to do when they want to do it. This is something that they want to do. This part of Rockaway did not vote for Bill de Blasio. This part of Rockaway has always been resistant to city agencies because, the, because they've been lied to over and over again. And dealt with poorly over and over again. By New York City and its agencies. You know, I mean... <laughs> How many times, how many times do you have to get punched in the face before you fight back? And that was my thought process when I sat down to write this week's editorial. And the opening line, you know, if somebody said to me, well, it's very dramatic. Well, you know, it's dramatic because it's we're we're at a crisis moment here for Rockaway. But if our elected officials do not push back against de Blasio's desperate attempt to fix his disastrous homeless plan, and I stand by this, my folks, my, my friends, I stand by this. 
February 13, 2019 might become synonymous with October 29, 2012. Because if this shelter is allowed to be placed in the middle of this neighborhood, the potential for damage could be as you know, impact, as, as impactful as what happened that night when Superstorm Sandy, when, when, when the ocean met the bay. Because what happened that night was businesses closed and people, people's how, people were forced to leave their homes. Whatever economic prosperity was starting to come back to Rockaway, Superstorm Sandy washed it all the way for a long time. And people are just starting to get back. Six years later, people are starting to get back. And now you're going to stick a shelter for 120 males in the middle of a residential neighborhood? With people. I mean, how are people supposed to send their kids to the CVS? They're supposed to feel safe? And people say, oh, what about, what about your compassion? Oh, these people need a, they need a, a, a fresh start. And, 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 you know, not all homeless people are criminal. No one is saying that they are. But we would never know because no one's going to vet them. Who's going to vet them? You know, when I've said this before, when, I, when I've asked elected officials, how are you going to be able to figure out whether or not there's any sex offenders in that, in that homeless shelter? How are you going to be able to figure out whether or not there's any uh, folks with a violent felony arrest record? How are you going to find out if there's anybody in there that has severe drug problems? And you know what they say? Well, we don't know because we can't, we can't, uh, we can't ask because it's an invasion of privacy. You know what's an invasion of privacy? Putting 120 homeless males in a, in a residential neighborhood. That's an invasion. That's what that is. The city has spent billions, billions of dollars. Do people realize that? How many billions of dollars that Bill de Blasio has spent on homelessness to, to, to battle the crisis, and it's just gotten worse? Do people realize that? I don't think they do. I, I think that when people continually vote for the same people over and over again, for reasons that have nothing to do with the issues at stake. This is what you get. You get an administration that does not care, that does not listen. And, and they don't care about, oh, there, there's a school there? Oh, well, got to do your share. Oh, there, there's businesses there that might close? Oh, well. You know, this is what we have to do. And let's be honest, folks. This is not exactly a, uh, an area that is booming economically. Every single business that exists within a 5 to 10 block to 15 block radius of where this proposed, you know, proposed, which is also a joke because you know what's going there. There's no proposal anything because, you know, the whole part where they're supposed to talk to the community to figure out if, if, if it's the right spot, none of those discussions were had. 
they saw a property that hadn't been anything done with it that was bought in, in, in June of 2019 or April of 2019, whatever, 2018. And they said, oh, that, that's vacant. It's a warehouse. Let's get on that. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's stick it there. They didn't call up and say, hey, by the way, you know, there's a, uh, we've noticed that there's a uh, warehouse that's available. Uh, would it be a good idea? I mean, of course, they're not going to do that because they know everyone's going to say no. But I, uh, folks, who, who in their right mind wants, 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 wants this kind of a, uh, you know, a facility across the street from their house? No one. That's the answer. No one does. Park Slope have one of these? I don't think so. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's Rockaway that's going to have to. That's Rockaway that's going to have to deal with it. So why shouldn't Rockaway have have a voice in whether or not it gets it, it gets put here? And folks, if you don't want it, you're going to have to come out, and you're going to have to let the city know. Let your elected officials know that this will not stand. You, you, because that's the only way that this thing is not going to get done. Look at the Amazon deal. All you did, you had about four or five. Look, I, I, you know, you, we're not going to sit here and argue about whether or not, you know, oh, the unions and this and that and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, a bunch of elected officials got together and created enough of a stink. And Mayor de Blasio, Governor Andrew Cuomo, the Branzino buddies were not allowed to get this thing done. This thing fell apart. And, you know, and folks, this is not ancient history. This is not something like it's not like there's no precedent for this either. Back in 2014, DHS tried to do the same thing. They tried to stick a, a, a males-only shelter on Beach 8th Street. And you know what happened? I'll tell you what happened. In case you just moved here or you're listening to the show for the first time or you don't read the wave, Congressman Greg Meeks, then-Assemblyman Phil Goldfeder, and the rest of Rockaway's elected officials were able to convince the mayor and the Department of Homeless Services to cancel that shelter. And you know what happened? It got canceled. You know why? Because it was within walking distance of a girls' school. Well, there's two schools by where they want to stick this, this genius idea. And there's many, many families with children. So if these elected officials cannot get together and get this thing diverted, then why are you, why are you voting for these people in the first place? You know, I come from a sports background. I, I, get that, I get that a lot from people, too. They're like, oh, well, you're a sports writer. You know, uh, do you really like, understand or even know about these different, <clears throat> these different issues? Excuse me. And I'll tell you what we talk about in sports. We talk about individuals 
that produce in a big spot. Who drives in the run in the big game? Who are the players that are left standing at the end of a contest? Who are the guys that win the championships? Well, it's the same thing here, man, except for the, you know, the stakes are, are so much higher, and they actually matter, and they affect humans' lives. I'm challenging each and every elected official who says that they care about Rockaway. If you really care about Rockaway, you will not let this happen. And I'm talking about Attorney General Tish James, who was just recently in Rockaway, who came to the Queens County Parade installation ball and talks about how much she loves uh, the Irish people uh, of Rockaway and, and how wonderful it is and how she wouldn't have won without their support. I'm talking about Comptroller Scott Stringer, who, another, another, another person who comes to Rockaway all the time, says he loves Rockaway. I'm talking about Gregory Meeks. I'm talking about Senator Adabo. I'm talking about Assemblywoman Stacey Feferamato. I'm talking about Councilman Eric Ulrich, who's going to join us later today on the show. It's time to step up to the plate and produce. Because this shelter will have the same exact... It will, it, will have, it will have the same impact that Sandy did. Because if you own a business down the block from this place, first, do, do people, do you understand what happens with a shelter? That these 120 males will not be allowed to stay there during the day. They will be out and about in, in a neighborhood that has the highest unemployment rate in all of Queens with no services. Where, where's, where's the job training? Where, where is the, where, where is the um, you know, all the different services that are going to be needed? I don't even want to go, I don't even want to go down the list. They're not here. They're not here. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter to the city. That doesn't matter that uh, kids walk to school right past that every day. It doesn't matter that these businesses that have invested money that are moving here or that, that are here that are expanding. I mean, you might as well just, you know, you, the city might as well just, you know, drive down the block and throw bricks into the windows of these businesses. I had one person contact me and say, Mark, I'm really conflicted about this because, you know, I really want to help people. And I really, you know, I'm not sure. What, what, what aren't you sure about? What aren't you sure about? The, 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 the males that will be placed at the, you can't even, they can't even, the city couldn't even guarantee that they were from Community Board 14. It's a Brooklyn real estate company that bought the property and a Brooklyn nonprofit that's going to be running it. So put it in Brooklyn. Don't put it here in the middle of a, uh, where families live. And you know what? You know what? If, if it's not the right spot, then, then put the shelter somewhere upstate in a rural area where there's no families around. 
and maybe it would be even easier to maybe get those people the services that they need. It does not belong in a neighborhood that was devastated by Superstorm Sandy. That's not all the way back. We have done our fair share. We've done our fair share. I look at I look at other neighborhoods, I look at other elected officials, I look at other um, similar situations, and I've seen communities come together. Well, tonight, the Rockaway community is going to be getting together at the intersection of Beach 101st Street and Rockaway Beach Boulevard, and they're going to rally against this shelter. I hope you join them. I really do. The wave will be there because the wave is always there. 6.30 p.m. at the intersection of Beach 101st Street and Rockaway Beach Boulevard. The Rockaway Beach Civic Association will have representatives there. John Corey will be there. I know Tori Schnupp will be there. A lot of local residents have told me they're going to be there. And you know what? If you don't show up, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get it. Because then the elected officials will be like, well, you know, nobody showed up, so I guess people don't care about it. This is a crisis situation, folks. You know? Uh, a lot of a lot of our elected officials have been part of these different little, you know, oh, let's go sit in and 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 let's go impeach Trump and let's go do this and let's go do that and let's go get a photo op and let's do a dog and pony show. Let's let's go let's go give our let's go write a stern letter. We will write a stern letter to the Department of Homeless Services. That's not going to work this time, folks. Not going to work. It's time to put some hustle behind those muscles. It's time to stand up for this community in a way that you've never stood up before. Because I know if Phil Goldfeder was still in... I wouldn't even have to do this if Phil Goldfeder was still in office. Because I know what Phil would do. Phil would be sitting right next to me right now. And the other thing Phil would be doing is he wouldn't be doing a dog and pony show. He would be making sure that he made calls to every single other elected official. And I don't know if they're doing it now or if they're not. I know I spoke to Stacey Pfeffer-Amato, Assemblywoman Stacey Pfeffer-Amato. She's incensed about this. I've spoken to Councilman Eric Ulrich, who's supposed to be calling in, but we're running out of time, so I hope he gets in before. I know he's been really busy with the Amazon deal today. And if he doesn't, he doesn't join us, uh, he certainly gave us his quotes in the paper and how he feels about it. I know Eric's going to fight for it. But I'd, I, I can't, I'm not playing favorites here this time, folks. Not that I play favorites at all, but as far as I'm concerned, it's what have you done for us lately? 
And every, I'm sorry, but you know, it might be not. You know, some of the people listening might be like, "Oh, that's not fair. They did this, and they got the ferry, and blah 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 blah." Well, you know what? The ferry's not going to really matter if they're bringing people to a neighborhood that's depressed. Because you know what, folks? The ferry is eight blocks away. And what do you think is going to happen when people get off the ferry and they see all these people standing around with nothing to do? What do you think is going to happen? You think they're going to, oh, let's go. There's a, lot, there's, a, there's, a, there's a shelter over there. It's great. We can visit Rockaway's half a billion dollar boardwalk with all the businesses that are shuttered because they had to move. And all the families that moved away because they didn't want to live across the street from a shelter. You think that ferry, you think that ferry landing is going to be very popular? How about the millions of dollars that these businesses have invested? How about the Rockaway Beach Hotel that's being built? Just a few blocks away from this homeless shelter. How do you think they feel right now? How do you think about Sorrentino's that's coming? Everybody's like, oh, Sorrentino's is coming. Isn't that great? We're going to have an Italian butcher. Isn't that great? How do you think he feels about the shelter that's going to be a block away with 120 males, who we cannot vet, by the way? And the city always does the same thing. They give you the little spiel, the little spin. Oh, these people are just trying to, to, these people are just trying to, to start their lives over. And then when I say, well, okay, that's great. What services are you going to give them? How are we going to know if they're just guys that are down on their luck or if they're guys that have records that we wouldn't want our children to be around anyway? How about the people that work around here that have to go to their cars late at night? And, you know, folks, you know, it's Beach 100th Street, 101st Street. It's not exactly, uh, you know, nirvana. It's, 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 a, it's, it's already a challenging neighborhood for families, but they're sticking it out because that's what Rockaway does. Rockaway people stick it out. They're resilient. But even the most resilient dam will break when too much pressure is put on it. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, folks, I'm telling you, this shelter is a disaster. It's a disaster. And if you don't come out tonight at 6.30 p.m., if you don't have your voice heard, if you don't show up, then the city's going to win. Because they don't care. They don't care about Rockaway. They never did. They never have. The only reason we got a ferry is because everybody else got the ferry. And they figured, they figured that if we, they, they gave us the ferry that, 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 that Bill de Blasio would get reelected. 75% of the electorate stayed home, but guess who got reelected? And let's be honest. Let's be honest. I mean, if we're all going to put our cards on the table, one of the reasons I invited Nicole Maliotakis, the assemblywoman from Staten Island, one of the reasons I invited her to take a tour of Beach 116th Street, because I wanted to hear what she had to say about how she would solve all the problems in Rockaway. 
she made it very clear that she would sit down. I don't know if she's telling the truth or not, but really? I mean, you don't think she would have done a better job than this guy? You think that Nicole Maliotakis would have stuck a shelter in Beach 101st Street? I don't think so. But, you know, we continue to spin and listen to the nonsense, and everybody's going to be like, oh, you can't criticize the mayor because then he'll be mean to us and do bad stuff to us. Does it get worse than this? I don't think it does. And, and it's not exactly that a lot of these, not a lot of these businesses and a lot of these families are going to have a choice. They're going to have to make a decision very soon. So 6.30 tonight at the intersection of Beach 101st Street and Rockaway Beach Boulevard, the community is going to be out and they're going to join together and let the city know how they feel about this decision to put this homeless shelter for 120 males in the middle of a residential neighborhood with two schools, several businesses, and many families within walking distance. I hope you're there, because the wave will be there. And we will be reporting on the event. And I hope that you listen to this. If you're not listening to it live, I certainly hope you share it with folks, and anyone who doesn't really know what's at stake. My name is Mark Healy. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Wave newspaper. And if you, you want more about what's going on, please pick up the paper today. It's less than a cup of coffee. For 50 cents, you'll find out exactly what the city is trying to do to this neighborhood. Hopefully, hopefully you'll be out tonight and letting the city know how you feel. This has been Riding the Wave. I'm Mark Healy. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week.